This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Red is on the run. They want us to find Reddington to save our own skins, but I want us to find him because that's who we are. And we're going out with a fang. Make me a vampire. Sure, man. I thought the transformation would be overnight, but it's been 16 days. I can't turn into a bat yet. Human form. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, July 13th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The series captured everyone's attention, as well as that of the Television Academy. HBO's Succession received 27 Emmy nominations yesterday, the most of any show this year including Best Drama Series, as well as acting nominations for lead actors Brian Cox, Sarah Snook, Kieran Culkin, and Jeremy Strong, and supporting stars Matthew McFadden, Alan Ruck, Nicholas Braun, and Alexander Skarsgård. Following closely behind Succession are fellow HBO series The Last of Us and The White Lotus, which received 24 and 23 nominations, respectively. Star Wars series Andor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and The Mandalorian earned 22 nominations in total, including a coveted Outstanding Drama Series not for Andor and Outstanding Limited Series for Obi-Wan Kenobi. The Internet's daddy, Pedro Pascal, scored a trio of nominations, his first three ever, for Lead Actor in a Drama for The Last of Us, Guest Star in a Comedy for Hosting SNL, and for his narration of CNN's Patagonia, Life on the Edge of the World, a documentary series about the diverse landscapes and life forms of the titular South American location. Other notable nominations include one for Elton John's Disney Plus concert, Farewell from Dodger Stadium, which puts him one step closer to EGOT status. And reality star Lisa Vanderpump can thank Scandaval for Vanderpump Rules' first ever Outstanding Unstructured Reality Program nomination. And the late Ray Liotta received a nod for his performance in the limited series Blackbird. Among this year's snubs, the drama series Bad Sisters, the series Mrs. Davis and its star Betty Gilpin, Shrinking and 1923 star Harrison Ford, and all of the Yellow Jackets cast outside of lead actress nominee Melanie Linsky. You can read more about all of those, as well as other highlights and surprising nominations at EW.com. You can also check out the latest episode of The Awardist Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, where EW critic Kristen Baldwin and senior TV editor Samantha Highfield join me to break down all the action. In other non-Emmys news, HBO's drag makeover docuseries We're Here will have a new set of hosts for season four. RuPaul's Drag Race alums Bob the Drag Queen, Shangela, and Eureka, who led the show's first three seasons to two Emmy victories, will not be returning for the new season with Drag Race Season 9 winner Sasha Velour, Season 12 champion and All-Stars 7 Queen Jada Essence Hall, and Canada's Drag Race Season 1 victor Priyanka joining the series as new hosts for Season 4. A premiere date has not yet been announced. 
And former One Direction member Zayn Malik is shedding some light on the varying reasons behind the band's split in 2015, following five years of stardom, chalking it up to the politics of it all and the fact that the members, also comprised of Harry Styles, Niall Horan, Louis Tomlinson, and Liam Payne, had admittedly gotten, quote, sick of each other. In Wednesday's episode of the Call Her Daddy podcast, Malik tells host Alex Cooper that he'd, quote, known for a minute that it was time to leave the group. Have a listen. Look, I don't want to go into too much detail, but there was a lot of politics going on. Um, certain people were doing certain things, certain people didn't want to sign contracts. So I knew something was happening. Um, so I just got ahead of the curve. If I'm being honest with you, I was like, I'm just going to get out of here. I think this is done. And I just seen it. Um, and I completely selfishly wanted to be the first person to go and make my own record. If I'm being completely honest with you, I was like, I'm going to jump the gun here for the first time. I'm a passive dude, but when it comes to my music and, uh, and my business, I'm serious about it and I'm competitive. So I wanted to be the first to go and do my own thing. Malik also added on Call Her Daddy that he appreciates his time in the band despite how it all ended. You can listen to that full interview at EW.com, which is where you can get more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more. The girls are looking for a new boo thing in today's number three pick, the new episode of And Just Like That. The Max series, which is a new chapter of the Sex and the City series, is tackling some taboo topics for this second season. Carrie has her first post-grief hookup buddy. Charlotte is handling the ups and downs of motherhood. And Miranda is navigating life with her partner Che in Los Angeles. And in this new episode streaming today, which is directed by Miranda herself, Cynthia Nixon, the girls are attending a Halloween party and are dressed to the nines. Here is a sneak peek. If one more foodie asks if I'm supposed to be Padma Lakshmi, I will file a class action lawsuit. Okay, we have a winner. Uh, thank you. I'm getting my little Eartha kid on. And for what? Not one fine man here. Sweetie, complete waste of lycra. It's a charity event with all married men and dad bots. I saw uh, Captain Jack Sparrow there. He's kind of hot. I saw him too. He's a woman. Well, I need a man. And my free one-month subscription in chocolate singles only got me cyberstalked by a white guy named Jeff. So, white chocolate? And we all know white chocolate isn't real. Fret not, I will take you to the place to meet single men. Oh, which is? A sperm bank. A monastery. A Marvel movie. A five-star hotel bar. Oh, plus, Peter Herman is guest starring, and could he be a potential love interest for one of the single ladies? You're going to have to watch to find out. And Just Like That is streaming now on Max. Number two. It is time to bid adieu to our next pick, the special two-episode series finale of The Blacklist. Raymond Red Reddington is taking his last case after 10 seasons, and his mission is to save himself. In last week's episode, we saw Red on the run. Now the task force is deciding whether to let him go or to finally bring him in. Take a listen. It suddenly feels very crowded in here. You realize the investigation is happening down there? Yeah, I can't with them. At the risk of sounding unprofessional, same. I realize I haven't known Reddington as long as you have, but it still feels weird teaming up with strangers to hunt him down. I don't want to lose my dental, so don't tell the windbreakers down there, but... Part of me is rooting for Red. 
Maybe part of me is too. Personal feelings aside, the five of us have a decision to make, right here, right now. This team has always had one mission, to bring criminals to justice. When Reddington was with us, he understood that, but he's chosen to walk away, and now those men down there have asked us to deliver him up. We could make their jobs harder if we want to, but what would that say about us? They want us to find Reddington to save our own skins, but I want us to find him because that's who we are. Now, if you don't agree, if you can't commit to using everything you have to bring Reddington in to face justice head on. Then you should step aside. Okay then. Now we just have to figure out where the hell he is. Now a fugitive running from the law, Red makes a stop at the house of Paula Carter, the mother of his late associate Glenn. But agents Zuma and Malik are about to arrive. Here's a sneak peek. Raymond, you are so sweet to visit me, but you better shake a leg. It's not safe for you to be in one place for too long. So you have been reading the paper. You just look so cute in that picture. I wanted to cut it out and put it in my scrapbook. My dear, it's been a pleasure. The greatest pleasure. Paula. Dembe. Oh, is this a new gal pal of yours? She's a cutie pie. We need to find Ayman, Paula. Oh, my gosh, that was a close call. By the way, EW learned that the series finale features a few scenes shot on location in Spain, marking the first time an episode has ever been filmed outside of New York. And now the final question is, will Red make it out alive? Watch to find out on the series finale of The Blacklist. The two episode event starts at eight o'clock on NBC. It's trivia time. FX's What We Do in the Shadows returns for season five today. More on that in just a few. Did you know that the show is actually based on a 2014 movie of the same name from the same creators, Taika Waititi and Jemaine Clement? It sure is. Which leads us to our question, which of these other series was also based on a movie that came before it? Fargo, Teen Wolf, or Friday Night Lights? Stick around for the answer, as well as more on our number one pick today, What We Do in the Shadows. What to Watch will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number one. Our number one pick today has some 
serious, but also very funny, bite to it. It's the season premiere of What We Do in the Shadows, which received four Emmy nominations yesterday in various craft categories, but sadly did not get one for Best Comedy. But anyway, in this fifth season of the FX comedy series, we'll see what happens after Harvey Guillen's Guillermo paid his way into being transformed into a vampire. And it seems like the results he wanted may take longer than he predicted. Plus, Colin is running for city comptroller, and the guide is back. Take a listen. Pick me a vampire. Sure, man. I thought the transformation would be overnight, but it's been 16 days. I can't turn into a bat yet. Bat! Human form. I am running for comptroller. Can't wait to flex my blue-collar bona fides on the debate stage. Three weeks ago when I started this... Microphone, microphone. I can no longer wait. Take me to United States. Take me to Golden Gate. I will assimilate. This is the mall. Bikini warehouse. Must be a front for a brothel. I would like you to honor the coupon. Let's just a cut out photo of Ryan Seacrest. Come on, Gizmo. Let her rip. <laughs> That's how we all learn. I'm back. You want me? Oh, yeah. Oh. What? How do you feel about taking the virginity of a dead ghost? It's your lucky night. <laughs> well, the shenanigans get even crazier after dark, am I right? The special two-episode premiere of What We Do in the Shadows starts tonight at 10 on FX. And finally, today, the answer to our trivia question. Like what we do in the shadows, which of the following series was also based on a movie that came before it? Fargo, Teen Wolf, or Friday Night Lights? Sorry, folks, that was indeed a trick question. The answer is all of them. Fargo is inspired by the 1996 movie starring Francis McDormand, Teen Wolf by the 1985 movie starring Michael J. Fox, and Friday Night Lights is inspired by the 2004 movie starring Billy Bob Thornton. And that, my friends, is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to Watch.